Happy New Year to all of you. I have a very interesting topic I'd like to share as we start this year, 2024. I'm looking forward to the many things God has in store for you for 2024. Today, I want to talk about vision. My question to you is this. What do you see? What do you see? And our key verse is found in Proverbs 29, verse 18. It says, when there is no vision, people perish. Let's pray. Lord, just commit this time to you. I pray, God, that you speak to everyone who's listening, who's watching. I pray that you give them the vision that you want for them. Amen. You know, there are so many things that we have in mind as we start the entire year. We have so many visions. We have so many goals. We have so many resolutions as we begin 2024. Well, not all of them may be from God, and many of them can be from God. And the key here is to have a vision. And again, this verse tells us that without vision, people perish. In other words, people die, if not a slow death. We need vision. So I want to talk about vision, and I have an acrostic for the word vision. And the first key to vision is to visualize, to be able to see with your own naked eyes, your physical eyes. The things that you see is so vital. It's so important because if you're not hoping for anything else in the future, it chances are there's really nothing to wake up for. You're not excited to wake up in the morning. You're not looking forward to anything. But when you see things, good things in the future, good things for yourself, good things for your families, good things for your work, then you have something to hope for. Vision is so important. I believe that when God created the world, He first saw it in His, in his mind. God already foreknew. God already saw things before He spoke. God already knew and understood in His mind how animals would look like, how the plants would look like, how the mountains would look like, how the universe would look like, how the earth will look like, and how you and I will look like. I was thinking he was imagining us, you know, creating us and imagining us having, you know, eyes to see, ears to hear, our physical bodies, 10 fingers, toes. He envisioned it before it even happened because God is a visionary. God sees things before it even happens. He is God. And it's important to note that vision is not just important to God. It's also important that we have vision, that you have vision. What is your vision? What do you see? Sometimes the things that we see, not it's not necessarily from our naked eyes, but we see it even when we shut our eyes. We see it from our hearts. We visualize things, things that we want to happen, things that we want to acquire, things that we want you know, for our families. When God created the world, He saw it before it even happened. I remember Walt Disney. Walt Disney, you know, he was the founder of Disney World or Disneyland. You know, I lived in Florida 
for many years. And I've been to Disney World. It's such a wonderful place. It's like a circumference of 11 square miles. Huge place. Almost 20,000 employees. All the different parks. There are seven parks, golf courses, hotels. It's the entertainment capital of the world. And it's right smack in the middle of Orlando, Florida. And I've been there. And I've seen it. You know, the sad thing is when they opened Disney World, Walt Disney wasn't there. He died before the opening. And a friend asked Mrs. Disney, oh, it's so unfortunate that Walt wasn't able to see this. And she replied, she said, I, he said, young man, I think you're mistaken. He was the very first person who saw it, even when it, wasn't, it hasn't come to fruition. Walt already saw it in his mind. Thus, the famous quote of Walt Disney, if you can dream it, you can build it. If you can think about it, if you can visualize it, you can build it. It starts with something small in our mind. It starts with an imagination. It starts with a vision that's birthed in your minds. If you can dream it, you can build it. You know, I'd like to read here from the movie by Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland. It says, if you, there's this, uh, okay, this Lewis Carroll was asking, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. This off-sighted but not quite accurate quote is from the Lewis Cole's Carroll's rather classic children's tale, Alice in Wonderland. In Carroll's altered reality, the conversation between the disoriented Alice and the mysterious Cheshire cat actually went like this. It says, would you tell me please which way I, should, I ought to go from here? And he says, that depends a good deal on where you want to go, said the cat. I don't much care where, where I, I'm going, said Alice. Then the cat said, then it doesn't really matter which way you go. And I looked at that and I realized you cannot get to a destination if you don't know where you're going and you will never know what, where you're going until you can visualize it. Can you visualize 2024? Do you know where you're headed 2024? Can you see things before it happens? I love that. You know, that's the definition of faith, to see things before they happen. You're sure it's going to happen before they happen. The I in vision is to internalize. You know, internalization is so important. It's thinking about it. It's chewing on it in your minds. Internalizing your vision, make it a part of your nature, your behavior, and even your actions that will lead to this the, the, the fulfillment of your vision. Internalization starts with your heart. You know, it's not just something that you see once in a while. You internalize it. You think about it. You meditate on it on a regular basis until you can even taste it. It becomes so real in your mind that you can taste it. Can you taste success this year? Do you know where you're headed? Do you have a vision? Can you visualize it? Do you internalize it? I do. I have a vision for so many things. And I keep thinking about it, internalizing it on a regular basis. The S in vision is to speak. You know, when you have a vision, you can't help but speak it. 
How many of you know when you're so excited about something, you can't help yourself tell people about it? You speak it. You talk about it. I love the verse in the Bible. It says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Because what's really in your heart, what you're internalizing on a regular basis, the vision that you have, you can't help but speak about it. But I'd like to add another S. The other S is to sow. You know, when a plant grows, it starts with a tiny little seed, small seed. And you, 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 you water that seed. You think about those seeds. And the seed that you plant will begin to grow as you internalize that seed. And that seed will, become, will bear fruit in the next probably months and years as you continue to internalize it and visualize it. You begin to speak it. A clear vision cannot be helped, but spoken of. You want to talk about it. You want to talk about your dream. You want to talk about your goals, your plans. You talk about those things because it's so real in your heart that you can't help speak and talk about it. That tiny seed. You know, the Bible talks about the mustard seed. It's one of the tiniest seed in the Bible. It says that if you have seed as small as a mustard seed, Okay, you can tell, you know, it's like faith. You can tell the mountains to do a triple somersault and it's, go it's going to. You can begin to do the impossible when you see things clearly and you internalize it. It is so important that we have this seed of faith in our hearts. The I in vision is to initiate. How many of you know that when you don't do things about your vision, it's merely daydreaming. You're just thinking about it. It's not something that you really um, have internalized. When you initiate things, you start something, you begin to act on it. You begin to act on your vision. Do you know that faith without action is dead? Do you know that a vision that is real, a vision that is, how should I say it, something that occupies every part of your being, when it's so real, you can't help but act on it. You initiate on your vision. You know, I, I, a friend of mine would always say when he goes around sometimes, you know, one idea comes in, hey, I saw that place. That's a good idea. That was my idea three years ago. You know, I wanted to do that. Now it's somebody's doing it. And the real question, why didn't you do it? Because it wasn't real to you. It's not whoever just daydreams. It's the person who really sees, you know, sees things before it happens. To initiate, you act on your vision. You think about it. You're thinking about how you're going to start it, how you're going to sustain it, how you're going to go about your vision, because your vision is going to cost you. There are things that will hinder you. That there are things, that obstacles that will stop you from achieving your vision. But it won't stop you because it's real to you. You begin to initiate things. You begin to do things. The O, which is so important in vision, is to own it. Do you own your vision? Is it really yours? Is it mine? Is it not just the vision of another person? Have you acquired ownership of that particular vision? You know, when my kids were younger, um, you know, I have three children. They're now adults, uh, married. But I would lend them my cars. I have cars, and they would drive my cars. For some 
some reason or another, every time there's a hole or a pothole on the road, they don't seem to miss it. They always hit the holes. I said, man, why'd you hit the hole? Why don't you take care of the car? Be careful. And then when they began to purchase their own cars and they owned their own cars, for some reason, they, they avoid the potholes. <laughs> you know why? Ownership. Because now they own it. I used to tell them, don't eat inside my car. You're messing it up. You know, and they would eat, you know, McDonald's or whatnot, fries in my cars. And look at your fries are all over the mat. But when they started owning their own cars, they tell me to say, Dad, you can't eat inside my car. The difference again, ownership. Vision is important when you own it because it's yours. A person with clear vision cannot help but act on it. But also a person with vision, okay, is be becomes responsible for the things that he has because now they own the vision. In Psalm 24, 1, it says, The earth is the Lord's and all it contains and everything in it, the world and those who dwell in it. You know why God's a good steward of everything on earth? Because he owns the earth. Okay, he, he is responsible for it. He wants to make sure that it's working. Do we own the things that we own? Or are we just like hired helps who don't care about them? When you own something, you take care of it. You take care of it. I remember I used to have a guitar and I would, you know, wipe it, clean it, tune it every day because I felt I own this thing. It's mine. And lastly, the end in vision is to nurture, to nurture it. In John 10, 11, and 12, he says, I am the good shepherd, talking about God. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd and does not own the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep, sheep rather, and runs away. I'm the good shepherd, God said, and he owns everything. You know what God does to the things that he owns? He nurtures it, takes good care of it. It's the same thing with your vision. You know, vision is like a baby. When you have a baby, you can visualize your baby growing, okay? And then you can internalize, you know, internalize the love that you can give to the baby, okay? And then you, you speak, to, speak about your baby every day because you're proud of your child growing up, okay? And then you initiate things. You do things for your child. Because that's your child. Your vision is your, your child. And you nurture it. You take good care of that vision. Again, what is vision? Vision, the V is to visualize, to internalize, to speak. Speak about it. You initiate and you own. And lastly, you nurture. What is the vision that you have for your life? Do you have a vision for yourself? For your wife, for your husband, what is your vision for your children? What is your vision for your work? What is your goal for what the vocation that God has given to you? I have a vision for myself. I have a vision, my, my grandbaby right now, my grandsons are three, two, and one. I have three. And you know what? I envision me playing basketball with Liam, with Max, with Enzo. I have vision of growing old and still be able to play. That's why I take care of my health. 
Why? Because I have a vision that one day I can still be with them and enjoy them and still be physically healthy. That's why I do my sports. It's not just because I enjoy it. It's because I have a vision for my physical body. I also have a vision for my marriage. You know, got married 33 years ago. And I'm, I'm go, about to go to the finish line with my wife. So I'm, my faithful, I'm faithful to my wife. Why? Because I want her to be my best friend. And she is. I realize that's the goal. To have a good relationship with my spouse. I also have a vision to be able to be a good provider to my family. That's why I save. I work hard. Okay? And it's so important. And I have a vision that I will grow spiritually. To get to know God more. That's why I read the Word. I meditate on the Word day and night. I have a vision that I'm going to be a man after God's own heart, a man who fears God. That's my vision for me, for my family and people around me. I have a vision for my work, for the ministry that I'm doing. What is your vision? The Bible says without vision, people perish. It's not, it may not be an immediate death, but it can be you know, a slow death. And another version, it says, without vision, people cast off restraints. You know what restraints are? They're boundaries. If you don't have a vision, you don't need boundaries. But if you do have a vision, you have boundaries. Pleasant boundaries, good boundaries. Saying no to, to things that are not going to help with your vision. And saying yes to the things that will assist your vision. My prayer for you this 2024 is that it's going to be the most successful year in the only way you're going to achieve that is have a vision that comes from God, a godly vision that will prosper you in your spirit, in your soul, in your physical body.